Sawadikap, and welcome to the mouth of the Mekong. Those are my friends who live about a mile up the road, and every now and again it sounds like they're trying to tell me something. Something funny. Today is Sunday, December 15th. My name is Michael, and I am the mouth, a longtime senior Asia correspondent for National Public Radio, now recovering. And I live on the Mekong where Myanmar, Thailand, and Laos meet. And that band playing behind me, that's not going away anytime soon. There's a party in the village. And on the other side of the river, in Laos, there's a woman waiting for her husband to come home, a man who disappeared exactly one year ago today, and it looks like she's going to be waiting longer. At about 6 o'clock in the evening, on December 15th, community activist Sombat Sompon was driving home for dinner in the capital, Vientiane, when his car was stopped by traffic police. He was made to get out, then escorted to a pickup truck by two men who got in with him and drove him away. Another man then stepped out of the police post, got into Sombat's car, and drove it away too. And that was that. And how do we know all this? because his wife was able to obtain CCTV images of the incident a day later and started asking questions. All she's gotten since have been lies or denials or both. Laos is a great place to be a tourist. It's got beautiful mountains and rivers, good food, and a friendly, gentle people, and it's pretty cheap, too. But the one-party state is also among the most repressive countries in the region. Think North Korea light. And all the authorities will tell Sumbat's wife of 30 years is this. We don't know where he went, but it probably has something to do with a personal or a business conflict. Never mind that the security forces themselves were caught red-handed on the video taking Sumbat away. Sumbat Sumpon hasn't been a dissident in the traditional sense. He's a U.S.-trained agronomist who's been trying to help his country get out of poverty. He hasn't rocked the boat, hasn't publicly criticized the political system or called out anyone in particular. He was more into community development and empowerment, about, quoting here, providing the ordinary people, especially the young people, the chance to be the drivers of change and transformation. And it might be those words and a few more from a speech at the 2012 Asia-Europe People's Forum, some people say, that might have gotten him in trouble with the country's paranoid and secretive leadership, who were already hearing whispers of discontent from ordinary people about the same issues that plague much of the region, illegal land grabs by big Chinese or Vietnamese companies, forced relocation of people to make way for large hydro projects, the cutting of illegal timber with proceeds going into the pockets of local officials. So it seems they needed to make an example of someone to shut up everyone, and Sombat fit the bill. Most of the time, they'll just arrest people, harass them to make them stop whatever counter-revolutionary impulse they might be pursuing. Others, like the ethnic Hmong, caught on the wrong side of that mostly forgotten war here in the 1960s and 70s, are targeted too. But every now and then, they need to make a public statement. A few years back, Sompan Kantesuk owned an eco-tourism lodge in the country and spoke out about the forced resettlement of villagers. That's all it took. He vanished, and his wife was told the same thing Sombats was, Probably a personal grudge or a business deal gone wrong, police said. The international community is pressed to find out more about Sombat and whether he may still be alive. The European Union, one of the nation's biggest donors, sent a fact-finding team to Laos to investigate the case. The explanation they got from police, one member said, was neither sufficient nor convincing. The U.S. hasn't had much luck either.
and the collection of foreign aid agencies that work in the area have also largely been silent, caught in that classic dilemma, speak out forcibly and risk being kicked out of the country, or stay silent to protect your local partners and continue the livelihood projects the country needs. So, one year on, the only people who know if somebody is still alive, in prison, or already dead, are the ones that took him, and of course, they aren't talking. But there is an idiot in Cambodia talking who said in an op-ed piece in the Phnom Penh Post that, quote, thankfully, here in Southeast Asia, Sombat's abduction is something of a big yawn. Wrong, Mr. Mitten, just wrong, on so many fronts. Many people are still worried about him, many people are still trying to find him, and many people are scared to speak out in Laos for fear they'll be next. Shame on you. That big yawn you speak of? That's the sound you'll hear from the rest of the world when someone comes for you in the middle of the night. Bet on it. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Any comments, criticisms, suggestions, hit the comment button at mouthofthemekong.com and have at it. Talk to you, with you, at you again next week.